Hey gang, uh, what's happening? It's Friday. Welcome to another lovely edition of our Friday four pack. Uh, hey Don. Hey Justin. I like we haven't seen each other all day. <laughs> We're in quarantine. We can we sit by each other all day every day. Um, kind of like normal days at work. So no big deal. Um, guys, we're going to get into some of your questions today. Go through it. See if we can't help out a little bit. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So today's questions, however reason, I think, you know, sometimes I think when we start asking questions for you guys to give us questions, they start to trend in a certain direction. Today's look like they started trending towards clothing and shoes. So we're going to talk about clothing and shoes for the most part. Um, we had kind of a nutrition question to start with. Uh, the first question was, and we get this literally all the time, but especially for our people that work out in the morning, there's always a big question is what should I eat before I work out and or when should I eat before I work out? All right. The big lovely answer for that is it depends, right? It always depends. So um, kind of the way I always like to look at it is what do you like to eat normally, right? You know, everybody, what time of day do you work out? If you work out at 6 a.m., you might not want to eat anything, right? It might make you feel bad. What time do you normally eat breakfast? 9 a.m.? Then probably don't eat anything before 6 a.m. Maybe a banana, you know, a tablespoon of peanut butter, something very small, very easy, right? Drink a cup of coffee and roll. Go with it. Um, if you're working out at 5 p.m., obviously that's going to be a little different, right? You're going to want, you're going to have to eat during the day. If you eat too much food, you're going to be super bloated and can't move. You're going to feel like you want to throw up the whole time. So there's a fine line between what's too much, what's not enough, what's good, what's not, and all sorts of other things. Don't yeah, for sure. I mean, it just really depends, like Justin said, when, um, when you work out and, you know, from there, just for a reference, though, if you're at that 10 a.m. class and you've, you know, woke up at 8 a.m. and you're trying to grab a quick snack, I would keep it, you know, something light, an apple or some fruit, um, and maybe some peanut butter. It depends on where you are on a lot of things uh, when it comes to fats and stuff like that. But just keep it light. Um, I'm a big fan of oatmeal in the mornings, and then I work out, and you know, by midday. Um, but besides that, uh, I wish I could answer that broad question for the people who asked. But <laughs> there's a lot more into it than that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. I mean, like obviously, some stuff. You know, if if you eat a food that it's going to make you feel like oh, you got to poop yourself, you know, five minutes into the workout, that's probably not going to be great either. So figure out what that is. I find that if I'm working out in the morning on an empty stomach. I can almost train harder and push harder than I can later in the day, right? I feel lighter. I feel easier. I don't feel like anything's coming up, right? That being said, if I go eat a giant, you know, firehouse sub at 12 o'clock and then I try and work out at 1.30, it's not going to feel very good, okay? Also in the morning, you might not feel like eating a lot of food if it's first thing in the morning. If you don't normally feel like, don't feel like you have to eat, I guess what I'm saying, don't feel like you have to eat a bunch of food just before you go work out, okay? Um, looks like Jack's doing doing her jack thing in a room there. Um, so, but think about that. Go with that. Hope that helps. If not, just remember trial and error, right? There's always trial and error. If it didn't feel great the day before, don't eat the same thing the next day, right? Switch it up, go lighter, go heavier, figure out kind of how you felt and adjust and move on. Yeah, I agree with all that. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Um, next question. We get into the fun, one, fun wide world of shoes, okay? I love my CrossFit shoes. I love my, you know, my Reebok Nanos. Okay. What else is there out there to wear? What should I be wearing? What is a Reebok Nano? What is a, you know, what, are, what kind of shoes are CrossFitters wearing? Okay. Um, guys, this gets into basically CrossFit as a sport, CrossFit as a training methodology and all these things. It's like anything else. If you go play baseball or you go bowling long enough, you're going to get your own bowling shoes. You're going to get your own, you know, cleats. You're going to get, 
everything's got gear, everything's got stuff. All right. Your basic running shoe probably will suffice for most of the things we're doing, but you get to start moving weights. You get to start squatting stuff. You're going to want something with a little bit of a flatter sole with a little bit of less give in it. Right. So then we get into the question always is Reebok Nano. Okay. So this is a shoe, a, a shoe that Reebok makes. I believe this is a Reebok Nano six, right? So is their sixth generation of shoe? Okay. If you look at it, it's a pretty flat bottom. It's very firm. Okay. These shoes are going to be very firm. They come in many different styles and colors and everything. I think these are pretty sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they go through, they have different bins, you know, you're going to see different things in them. There's a few brands we have that we, we kind of stick to as far as a CrossFit style shoe. And we're going to go over a few of those with you and go from there and kind of tell you our thoughts. Um, I'll let Don lead off with the, yeah, so this is the Noble. It's a, a small private company, not private, but a small company. Um, it's a flat sole, basically. Uh, not a lot to it, like, looks-wise. Otherwise, they have a bunch of colors, but they haven't really done much uh, growth in the past few years. Um, it's not a bad shoe. It's great for lifting. I wouldn't recommend running more than about 400s in them. Now, I know some people who swear by them. I have really bad feet, though, so um, I just kind of stick to stuff I know. If you have a narrower foot, this might be for you. Um, if you have a wider foot, the Reebok's definitely going to be for you, as opposed to uh, a, no a Noble or a Nike. Yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So, guys, on the Reebok, on the Nano, like a couple things to look for. They also do, you know, these have the bottoms of them are pretty got pretty good traction. They've even actually gone as far as putting like grips on the side for rope climbing. Okay, the sides of the shoe are a little more durable. They have toe caps on here, so if you're doing burpees, you're not if you're dragging your foot at all. You're not totally tearing off the front of your shoe, right? If you hit it with a jump rope, it doesn't make your foot bleed. Okay, the heels kind of work to really hold the foot in there for jumping explosive movements, stuff stuff like that that they kind of have engineered and gotten better with over time. Okay, um, we tend to like the Nano. There are a few generations of Nanos that kind of like. that kind of suck, um, and unfortunately, you never know until they get them. The Reebok Nano 7s, don't ever buy those. Those were terrible. The 9s are – a lot of people like the 9s. I didn't like the 9s personally. My feet are weird, kind of like Dawn's. Um, we go through a lot of different shoes. I didn't care for the 9s. That doesn't mean you won't like the 9s. Um, the 10s are just coming out, so we'll see We'll see how those go. Um, kind of overall, everybody pretty much has agrees that the Nano 2, the second one they ever did, was probably the best one they did. And you can still find those either online on – typically on sale – you can find them in the outlet store. Sometimes they're they're still around. They still make a couple different variations of them. Um, but that's a that's a pretty well rounded, pretty good shoe. I always like always enjoyed the Nano too. Yeah, and guys, Nike makes a cross like a not a CrossFit branded shoe, but it's a CrossFit shoe. Um, I think it's called the Nike Metcon. Uh, this is also called the Nike Metcon Free. So this has a little bit more uh, give in it. It's not quite as firm as in Metcon. Uh, you can probably run a little bit more in these. Um, this is the Metcon Free 2. The three, the new ones that just came out look awful. They're horrible looking. Style plays a major component Style in this. Style does make a little... Your feet will feel better if they look better. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I like these for general day-to-day -day, uh, in the gym. Now, if I'm going to... If I know it's a heavy lifting day or a lot of barbell and stuff like that, I'm going to stick more to like the Noble or the Reebok or anything flat. Um, I know a few people in our gym are really comfortable working out in Converse or Vans because um, they're flat. And honestly, guys, that was like the original CrossFit shoe was a Chuck Taylor. Really, just because it was flat, you could do a lot with it. And most back in the day, most CrossFitters weren't running more than 200 meters in a day. So that's why they liked it too. Yeah. Um, guys, on this one, it's kind of a cross between their Reebok or their Nike Metcon, which is their 
CrossFit, CrossFit specific shoe and the Nike free, right? So it's got a little bit of the Nike free kind of foldability, kind of soft. It's a little lighter. It's a good shoe. You can definitely find these on the cheap, um, on sale typically, typically. um, price point wise, nobles are going to be typically your higher end price point and very rarely on sale, very rarely on sale. Reeboks, Nike's going to be in the middle and Reeboks typically on the bottom as far as sale, you know, always price wise. You can always find a sale on Reeboks. They're always 40, 50% off. If typically. you can't find one, wait two weeks and you'll find yeah, one. Yeah, they'll have a sale. I and mean, it's typically a week after you bought them is when they have the sale. All right. CrossFit shoes. Guys, there's other brands out there. Obviously, New Balance makes shoes. I think Under Armour makes shoes. You can wear Vans. Like Don talked about, it's a nice flat skate shoe. I have those. There's a litany of other stuff out there. Find something that's comfortable for your foot and finding something stable. What you don't want for lifting, especially lifting heavy weights, right? You don't want a bunch of squish in the bottom of the shoe because then you're not going to feel where things are going. And ultimately, that weight's pushing down. The shoe can, you know, kind of is blowing out on the side. It's meant to cushion you a lot more than feel a stable, supportive um, platform. Cool. Uh, all right. Question number three. We're going to stick with shoes. Okay. Um, we get this a lot because obviously people are using CrossFit shoes. We're CrossFit shoes. And hey, I'm starting to run more. I'm starting to do things. What running shoes should I wear? I have shin splints. My my legs don't feel good. This, that, and the other. All right. First thing first, shin splints. The biggest thing we want to lead you to on that is you're probably needing new shoes. Okay. I hate to be like, hey, go spend money on new shoes, but that's life. Yeah. Um, shoes are only meant to last for a certain while. Guys, if you're doing much of running and you have shin splints and you look down and you've had your shoes for 18 months, it's time for, new, it's time for new yeah, shoes. Exactly. Or if you're wearing the same gym shoes that you wore when you were in college, it's time for new shoes. Yeah. No um, matter what. No matter what. So Because it all starts to degrade. Running shoes wise, this is what Don and I are running in currently. Um, I am running in a Nike. I know what this Dude. is. It's a Nike. Yeah, wow, I just screwed. Pegasus. Pegasus. Nike Air Pegasus. All right, Zoom Pegasus, Air Pegasus, something like that. Um, this shoe has actually been really good. All right, I enjoyed this. I run it. It's light. It's got a little bit of cushion for me. It feels great. I run well in it, and I'm happy with it. Yeah. So I'm in the, uh, well, I'm in two different New Balances. Anything like six miles or under, I'm in the uh, New Balance 890. It's super light. Um, you can buy them in wides. And like I said earlier, bad feet. Um, I like them because you can buy them in wides so you don't have to size up or anything like that. Now for anything over six, I'm in the New Balance 880, which is a little bit, there's a little bit more sub substantial uh, cushioning, I guess. Um, the only thing maybe with the 890 that I don't like is that I, well, I mean, I've probably already put 200, 300 miles on these, so I can't really say they just don't last. It's just, um, I haven't had them very long and they're wearing down, but that's on me. Um, definitely go with the new balance. If you have a wider foot guys, seriously. Yeah. Guys, next bit of tip, you know, not necessarily trying to put point you in one direction of brands or whatever on yeah. shoes, but what I would do for sure definitely. is locally here in town, we have uh, first place running sports, they're at the beach. They're in town. They have a few locations. Go in, see some, see one of their sales staff. They'll put you on a treadmill. They'll check out your you how you run. They'll take a little video of your feet. Go ahead and get that analysis done. It's worth every bit of it, guys. You might run weird, right? Everybody has their own um, gait. Flat footed or yeah, flat footed. If you have you know you pronate or you over pronate or whatever the whatever the thing is that your foot does, they can help you find the shoe that's going to fit. You might need a very flat shoe. You might need a shoe with more stability. You might need a shoe with you know less stability. You might need a couple different things going on there. And they're going to be the ones to tell you that we're not by any means running experts. Um, no. So, but we're also not getting the kickbacks from first place sports. So, zero. No, it's just, uh, they're, they're the ones in our, that in our experience that have given us a lot of, um, guidance on shoes. If you go in there, considering I was buying shoes on Amazon and just like wrecking my feet. Yeah. So yeah, if you go in there guys, um, you know, just go in there and be open-minded be like, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, I don't know. Some you don't know. 
right? And they're going to help you out and be like, I don't know what you want. And you know, you know, it might not be the prettiest shoe in the world, but it'll be effective for you running and you won't have pain doing it. Then maybe later on down the road, you get a pair of shoes you really like for. I think that's, yeah, like. that's the probably one of the biggest things I've had to deal with is like, for me, it's not the most visually pleasing shoes anymore that work. Yeah. So, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're rolling there, tell them Justin and Don sent you and they'll, you know, they'll charge you full price. They have, yeah, exactly. They have no idea, <laughs> they have no idea who we are. <laughs> Good. Um, and finally, fourth question, we're going to ship out of shoes, shoes for a little bit and we're going to go into clothing. All right. What are there any recommended clothing brands or anything? What clothing brands do you recommend, I guess, for CrossFit or life or I don't know? Um, well, guys, this is a uh, that's a big loaded question. And I guess a lot of it depends on price point. Yeah, so um, for my girls, um, I think some brands were mentioned specifically in the question or otherwise. So um, I could go all day on different types of brands. Now, it's going to be one you feel comfortable in. Tights are if tights are just weird because if you're jumping and they're falling down, then you probably need to size down in those. Um, I, are we naming brands? We can name, we've been naming Reeboks and Nikes and okay. Nobles, so you might as well okay. name brands. So, so if anybody knows Justin and I, Justin's um, a Lululemon ambassador. Um, I am not, but we both have opinions on both their clothings. Now, I also do like some other brands when it comes to shorts, um, but that being said, it depends on how much skin you want to show, <laughs> so, which is a huge, huge thing. Um, so Fleo is a great little brand, uh, but they – do, I mean, they're, they're little booty shorts, they're booty shorts, they're booty shorts, they're booty shorts guys. Um, and if you want to, if you don't feel comfortable in that, then obviously don't buy those. Now tights are seem to be the popular thing. And from now on, it's all I'm filming in is tights because <laughs> quite frankly, they're the most flattering under the camera lights. Um, but they do definitely, you just have to find the right pair. My advice would be spend the money on whatever, spend the money but make sure you're getting something that will withstand CrossFit, right? If that's what you're using them for. Um, yeah, the, different things. Like, there's definitely pant or tights at Lulu that would get destroyed if you're wearing a barbell or using a barbell on them, or if you're using a kettlebell on them, or they peel too much, um, or the shorts roll up if you have bigger quads. Those are all problems I deal with on a regular basis. Um, and you know, I just I keep you know going from brand to brand and try to figure it out the best. Yeah. Um, guys, from what we see, you know, at the gym, especially for women for tights, um, I hate to be like, again, not be like, Hey, go spend money, but you're going to get what you pay for. Okay. A little bit nicer tight. It's going to look, it's going to look better. It's going to last longer. It's going to be the thing. Be smart. If you're not sure individually brand, we can definitely steer you in the right direction of the very specific type that you should buy and all that stuff. Hit us up offline. We can, we can definitely, but always, always do the squat test. Before you buy them, do the squat test. Fine. If you're women, I don't even know what the squat test yeah, is. Women, if you're in the dressing room and you're trying these on, stick your booty out and ask one of the sales girls to say, Hey, can I see through these? Can you see through these tights when I squat? All right. Do yourself a favor now because you don't want to be booty in the air at a, at a gym and all you can do is see through the back of your pants. Okay. Solid advice. Guys, that's every brand, yeah, no matter every, what your price every, is. That's every brand. Guys, pass that. You can find stuff at, you know, online, Dick Sporting Goods Academy, you can stick with your big brands, you know, your Nikes, your Under Armour, your Reeboks, your Adidas, whatever. They all make athletic clothing. Find something that fits you. Find something that works well for you that you like. All right. You can work out in board shorts. You can work out in whatever. Um, I work out in CrossFit Jack's Beach Gear and Lululemon. All right. That's pretty much 98% of what I wear all the time. If we're naming specific. If, if, we're, if we're naming brands, right? Um, but 
that's that's me. That's what I'm comfortable in. I think for guys specifically, um, Lululemon makes a great short because it's it's functional. It holds up really well over time. It's it looks nice. It looks classic. I can has pockets. I can wear them throughout my day. I can put my keys, my phone, and my wallet, and my you know other stuff in. And I can carry them. I don't look like necessarily I just came from the gym. I still can carry around with some degree of professionalism. I guess would be a good way of saying it. Um, versus like you know the ratty college basketball shorts that come down to my knees. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, whatever you get, guys, you want something that's going to stay up around your waist. Um, even with tights. Um, I know Lulu has a few brand or a few styles that have like a drawstring in the, in the top of the waist and especially for jumping and running and stuff, you'll definitely want that. So you can cinch it up. Um, same thing with their shorts. Um, and like even the men's shorts have elastic in them, um, for yeah. that, for sure. Yeah. And they guys, when it comes to, they have all different styles and, you know, same with everybody else. I think there was a big run on a pair of shorts at Walmart that Russell athletic brand made yeah, no, because they were similar to a lot of other stuff and people liked them and they were like eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, I'm going to go mean, ahead. If you can find it at, at Walmart and I'm sure there's people in our gym that can definitely uh, refer you to those, like which ones specifically they're talking about. Yeah. Um, definitely go for it. Other than that guys going to wrap this up. Um, Jack's getting antsy. So it's time for us to, call it a day. Uh, thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to give us a like and a follow. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button down below and thanks for listening to another edition of the Friday four pack. Have a great day. Say bye. Say bye. 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 Bye.